0: Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the LGBTQ chat with Xavier Pena podcast. I am your host, Xavier Pena. With this podcast, we are going to attempt to clear up some misconceptions about the LGBTQ community, as well as some hot button issues that seem to plague the community every now and then based on misinformation, maybe a hot button issue in the media, maybe something that needs to be talked about but isn't talked about enough. We will talk about it all in this podcast. Now, this is my first podcast. If it is rough around the edges, I apologize. I will try to get better. Unfortunately, the mic quality is not the best, but we are making do with what we have. For the most part, we are going to use this podcast as a safe space for all of my beautiful, beautiful LGBTQ plus community members out there. Whether you are a person of color, whether you are bi, whether you are trans, whether you are lesbian, whether you are gay, whether you are pansexual like myself, whether you are queer identifying, and also we are... Inclusive of all gender identities here. If you are a guy, a gal, or a non-binary pal, you are welcome in this podcast. Stick around. Have some fun. We're going to be here for a while. This is the introduction. We are not going to be talking about any hot-button issues today. Stay tuned for tomorrow. That's where it gets juicy. But for now, sit back, relax, maybe get a snack, maybe a drink if you're feeling adventurous. And... Come with me. Listen for about 30-40 minutes. I haven't decided yet. We will find out when we get there. But this is going to be a shorter episode of the podcast simply because it is an introduction. It is not meant to be extensive. I don't want to overstay my welcome. And again, check back tomorrow where we will be talking about our first issue which I will reveal right now. Which is gender versus sex and why those two get confused a lot. Now I'm going to attempt to talk about this issue in an educational manner and I will also be giving my opinions on the subject. So, the first half of the show will be educational, the second half will be purely my opinion and experience with the topic. For now, we're just gonna say, what's up? How you guys doing? Happy Pride Month, by the way, to all my beautiful, beautiful gay babies out there. Uh, this is my second Pride Month with my new label. Uh, for a majority of my life, I uh, identified as bisexual. I think I figured it out around middle school. And that was the label I felt comfortable with for a very long time. And it wasn't until, I believe, 2019 that I discovered the label pansexual and actually did my research. And... Figured out that pansexual is a much better fit for me. It made me feel more comfortable, made me feel more in tune with who I am and what I'm comfortable with. And I know there's a bunch of discourse around the label of pansexual and its similarities to bisexual. But that is a topic for another day. I will be discussing bisexual versus pansexual. Don't worry. That'll be one of my favorite episodes that we record this month. Uh, And also, another thing that I will be announcing over on my Twitter. If you want to follow my Twitter, it is at underscore Xman1994 on Twitter. If you want to give me a follow, stay up to date with all of the podcast updates, that would be grand. Uh, But one of the first things I'm going to announce for this podcast is that there will be an episode every single day of Pride Month. Um, It will be discussing a different issue within the... Community that I feel deserves to be talked about or needs more recognition, and we are also going to be looking at lgbtq plus history and how it shaped the community as it is today and its formation and all of the protests and movements that went on in the sixties and the seventies that added so much recognition to our community that we really need to discuss more because I feel like often our history gets forgotten a lot, which I understand that for certain people history can be a very difficult thing to latch on to because, again, it's history and a lot of people just don't like doing research, which is fine, Um, but I feel like it's still important to remember it and discuss it when appropriate. Now, for this episode in particular, we are going to be just chatting. Um, If you would like to respond to me on Twitter and ask some questions, that would be cool too. And also, if you would like to share with some experiences you have um, with your experience joining the community, how long you've been in the community, or if you're not in the community yet, but are questioning, or you want to come out but don't, or can't, uh, then you can shoot me on Twitter and we can discuss it and we can have dialogue and it would be super cool. Um, seeing as this is an introduction, I might as well tell you guys about my personal journey with sexuality and how it was very confusing simply because I didn't have enough resources at the time for somebody to sit down and tell me, hey, this is how things are supposed to be and versus how they actually are. There wasn't a lot of that when I was growing up. There was more... Trying to shame me, I guess, would be the correct term. I wouldn't say that, like, my my family outright shamed me away from, like, LGBTQ plus things as a kid. But I wouldn't say they actually, like, embraced it either. They more, like, just acted like it didn't exist. Which made for some very confusing point periods of my time. Of my life, I mean. Excuse me. Uh, one thing in particular... And I was thinking about this story the other day because I've been thinking recently about painting my nails again. I haven't painted my nails in a very long time. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, My gender identity is gender fluid. And uh, it took me until very recently to realize that about myself. uh, Because I never knew what the word for it was. Of what I was feeling in terms of gender. Uh, But I believe that my first... Introduction to these topics was fifth grade, which was one day uh, my Sister was picking me up from school and I saw that she was wearing nail polish that she was not wearing when she left the house that day and It was black nail polish, which was like at the time it was sort of seen as like a goth or a punk thing to do which it still is but it's more like if you wear it's more fashion now than it is like goth or punk um and i saw her wearing the snow polish i was like oh that looks so cool i want to do that too like why can't i do that and my sister was like you know the, the, the kids are gonna make fun of me if you do this right i was like that like why why would they make fun of me it's, It's cool, right? You're doing it. Why can't I do it? And I was super confused. I did not understand gender roles back then and how toxic they were because I was 10. Anyway, um, so yeah, my sister kept telling me, like, don't do it because they're going to make fun of you. I was like, I don't care. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. And then she's like, "Okay, you know what? Fine. Whatever. It took me like two weeks of me just constantly pestering her for her to be like, finally, sure, sure. Yeah, whatever. I'll do it. Just don't say I didn't warn you when they start making fun of you. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Just paint my nails. Like, who cares? So she did it, and I was ecstatic. It was, like, the first time obviously I didn't know the term for it at the time, but that was the first time I experienced the phenomenon known as gender euphoria. Not to be confused with gender dysphoria. Uh, Gender euphoria is when you do things that are, like, aligned with what you believe in your gender. Like, if you're a male, but you do, but you do something feminine, and it makes you feel better than when you do masculine things, that's called gender euphoria because you enjoy doing feminine things way more than you do masculine things, and vice versa. If you're masculine and you do, if you're feminine and you do masculine things, and it makes you feel better than feminine things do, then that's gender euphoria. Same concept goes both ways. At the time, I looked at my nails. I was like, "Oh, this is so cool! I love this! I really, th- this is awesome." And of course, I go to school and immediately people start with the comments like, Why are you wearing nail polish? What are you, gays? Like, and then I had to go the entire day of like hiding my fingers and people just asking me like, Why would you do that? Like, you're so weird. And it's like, okay, whatever. And like, it got to a point where I like just physically did not want them on my fingers anymore. So I just peeled them off and just never talked about it ever again. Um... And it wasn't until middle school that I started to question if I was gay or not. Which was, people had, people obviously have fantasies when they're younger because you know, hormones, and <laughs> those are fun. Anyway, uh, a lot of people have fantasies about just general things when you're a kid, but I started to notice around sixth grade that as much as I was fantasizing about, like, kissing girls or, like, holding hands with the girls, I was doing the exact same thing with guys. And, like, it was happening more and more. Like, I would find myself staring at a dude and just, like, and, like, in my mind, like, this happened on multiple occasions in school, and it kind of still does happen sometimes in public, I'm not gonna lie. I'm putting that out there, just saying. Uh, I would find myself, like, in class, I would stare at someone, like, if my friends were talking to me, like, I would stare at them and my mind would wander, and I would just be like, what would happen if I just, like, grabbed you and kissed you right now? Like, what would you do? Obviously, I didn't do it, because back then, if you did that, you would immediately get punched in the face, because that's just how things were back then. Um... So, that's when I started to think, like, I'm not straight, like, obviously I I still like girls, because I still do like girls to this day, but like, I'm not, like, I'm not gay because I don't like just boys, and I'm not straight because I don't like just girls, and I didn't know what the label was until my sister came out as bi to my mom, and then I was like, oh, bi, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, I'm that. that, that makes perfect sense. And then for like my entire life, I never told anyone, but like that was just like what I identified myself as. Like in my mind, I was just like, no, yeah, you're, dude, you're you're bi. You you like boys and you like girls. It's fine. Move on. It's totally cool. Um, and it wasn't until tenth grade where I finally like told someone that I was bi, or that like I like actually admitted to it uh because and this is gonna sound super sketch because it was and i'm glad i didn't go through with it because looking back on it it was super sketch in 10th grade uh somebody from middle school that um somebody that i went to middle school with messaged me on facebook um and told me hey like i go to the same high school as you and like i see you around sometimes I was like yeah i see you too because like i would see him in the hallway sometimes and then like he messaged me was like dude like are you are you gay i was like no i'm by I think because I, I wasn't still like 100% sure so I was like I'm like I might be I think I might be by it's like, but like, it's like, oh, like, how did you figure that out? It's like, I don't know, like, I just know that I like boys too. Was like, But I've never, like, done anything with a boy. Like, I've never kissed a boy. It's like, oh, do you want to? Like, he offered to make out with me. Like, just like, oh, like, I'll be your first boy to make out with. Which is like, at the time, I was like, oh, sure, why not? Because, like, mm-hmm, prove it to myself. But, like, looking back on it, I'm glad I didn't go through with it. And, like, to this day, I still haven't done anything with, like, a cis male or anything like that. Um,. Which, like, it that's not important. Like, you don't need to, like, have experience to know that you are something. That's a very bad misconception that I feel like a lot of people have in the community. Where, like, they feel like they're invalidating themselves if they don't go out of the way to, like, experience the things that are aligned with their sexual orientation. Like, I know a bunch of girls that I went to high school with that ended up being gay that, like, were super invalidated because they feel like, oh, I've never done anything with a girl. Like, am I really a lesbian? It's like, dude, it's fine. You don't have to prove anything to anyone but yourself. If you feel that that's what you are, then go for it. Explore it on your own. You don't have to, like, do things to just... just to prove it to yourself. Like, that's very toxic. And it's very, like, not okay. Don't do something just because you want to prove something. That's not... That doesn't look good. Um... Yeah, and then it wasn't until 28, I think 2019, yeah, like, January or February of 2019, where I learned about the label pansexual, and I was like, what? I hear that term a lot recently, but, like, I don't know what it is. So I looked it up, and pansexual is like, the attraction to all individuals regardless of gender identity. So I was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I like boys, I like girls, I don't, I, like, if you're trans, that doesn't really bother me at all if you're not binary that doesn't bother me either so like yeah pansexual feels very comfortable for me so that's the label that i've chosen and that is the one that i will stick with for now sexuality is fluid and it changes a lot which is fine that's what's supposed to happen you're supposed to figure yourself out as you evolve and grow but like man it can get confusing sometimes regardless that was my experience with sexuality my experience with gender, on the other hand, was way more immediate and I've noticed it from a very young age. Like I mentioned before, I brought up the the nail polish story and that was like when I was like 9 or 10. So I knew from like a very young age that I liked feminine things. Like, I liked lipstick. I liked makeup. I liked wearing high heels. I liked nail polish. I liked wearing flowy outfits and bright colors and all that good stuff. Um, so, I, it was never a question of whether I was fully male or, f- or, or if I was trans or not. That was never the question. It was always a question of what is the right label for me? Because I know that genetically I'm a boy and I'm comfortable being a boy, but I'm also very comfortable doing feminine things and doing girly things. So, like, where do I fit? Like, because calling me a boy feels wrong and gross, and I don't like it. Uh, And it wasn't until very recently that I started to learn more about being non-binary gender identity through Thomas Sanders with his outro of, like, Take It Easy, Guys, Guys, and Non-Binary Pals. Um, And then it wasn't until... Uh, my best friend, Cameron, um, came out to me as non-binary. And they really opened my eyes to gender non-conforming individuals. Um, granted, they're the only ones that I talk to at the moment <laughs> that are non-binary. I don't really have uh, a lot of LGBTQ plus friends. They're really the only ones that I have that are like super gay, and also, like, super, like, fuck gender, um, so, hi, Cam, if you're listening to this, hi, I love you, okay, um, (laughs) anyway, um, so, yeah, they really helped me a lot with my identity and figuring it out and encouraging me to do research and figuring out where I feel comfortable on the spectrum, because obviously non-binary is an umbrella term, and there are a bunch of different identities that you can fit into depending on where on the gender spectrum you lie. I happen to lie dead center in the middle where I very much enjoy feminine things, I very much enjoy masculine things, and I have days where I feel like in the middle, and I have days where I feel like neither. So gender fluid is a very good label for me specifically just to put this out there just in case there are any people listening to this that maybe feel confused or are questioning their gender identity do not take my experience as like the end-all be-all of gender identity discovery because my experience is going to look very different from yours depending on what questions you're asking i came to my conclusion because i had help if you are questioning at all I would encourage you maybe ask someone you can trust. Maybe do your own research first and then, like, try out labels, see what's comfortable for you, and go from there. Don't just dive into something immediately because odds are you're going to... Pick something out, you're gonna go with it for a little bit and then you're gonna end up changing because it's not a comfortable fit. Which is perfectly fine because gender and sexuality are both fluid, you're supposed to figure it out as you go. They're not always gonna be concrete, they're always gonna be evolving and changing based on how you're changing as an individual. That's perfectly fine, don't let anybody invalidate your journey for self-discovery just because you picked one label now and then you suddenly changed later because the new label felt more comfortable for you. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Don't let anybody make you feel guilty for being confusing, quote-unquote, or being too complicated or whatever. Because screw those people. They don't know what they're talking about. Anyway. Um, so, the one thing, the, another thing that I really want to talk about in this podcast, and I'm going to go over this a lot as we go on uh, throughout the month, is... I really, really enjoy... The feeling you get whenever you discuss these issues with people from the community, you will, you really get a sense of how tight-knit the community actually is when you fully immerse yourself in these conversations where you can talk openly about your identity or your sexuality and not feel... Overwhelmed with the constant like heteronormativity of society, and like you're constantly to like fit into a box that society forces you into constantly all the time, and it feels like you're suffocating. It never feels like that when you're around like minded individuals. Like, I heard a story the other day, I was watching a YouTube video of someone talking about their story of the first time they went to Pride and how they went with their girlfriend um how she went with her girlfriend and it was the first time that she was out in public holding hands with another female and they were marching down the street and she was bawling her eyes out because of how happy she was to finally be in a place where she didn't feel the need to hide who she was she could actually walk down the street and be who she was without fear of people pointing at her and being like, oh, you're wrong, or oh, you're sinful, or you're unnatural, or anything like that. Like, you could just exist for, like, an hour. And that's what I love about Pride Month, where there's just 30 days of non-stop love and support and... Everyone telling each other, like, it's okay. The like, everything that you go through is perfectly valid. You do not have to prove your journey to anybody to prove that it's real. You don't have to do any of that. You can go on your own journey at your own pace. Do not let anybody take that from you. Do not let anybody invalidate your journey because it doesn't fit their narrative. And keep being. A lovely human being. Because at the end of the day, that is what's important. What matters is your happiness and yours alone. You do not have to prove anything to anybody else. And I love that so freaking much. I love it so much. Because it makes me feel like there is a place. No matter what happens. No matter who says what opinion. Whoever like spews hatred on Twitter or on Instagram or anything like that. Whoever like says some ignorant Bull crap, and you, you. At the end of the day, you know that there is a place that you can go to where you are still going to feel loved. You are still going to feel accepted. You are still going to feel like this is where you belong. This is your home. Nobody can take this from you. Nobody. You, you fought for your place here. You deserve. To be in this place where you can feel comfortable, where you can feel safe, where you can feel like this is who I am and I am not ashamed of it at all. I don't have to be ashamed of it. I don't have to hide and I can be who I am. And that's it. If you don't like it, deal with it. And I love that so much. Um, Another thing we're going to talk about. As the month goes on, I mentioned, we're going to talk about the civil rights things that went on in the 60s and the 70s that people often forget about. That I feel definitely deserves to be talked about more. Particularly Stonewall. And the massive impact that Stonewall had on the LGBTQ plus community in America. We are going to talk about that on the anniversary of Stonewall. It's at the end of the month. I know that's... You're going to have to wait a little bit before we talk about it. But we are going to talk about it in length. And it's going to be... Interesting. It's going to be very very cathartic for me specifically because I've been researching Stonewall a lot recently and I'm going to research it more and I am very excited to learn as much as I can about this historic event in our history and share it with you and remind you that this very big event happened and we should not forget it and we will never forget it because it helped us so much. Another thing we're going to talk about as the month progresses are labels and why they are important to people. Uh, With the topic of labels, the labels can get confused, they can get misconstrued, they can feel like they're not important, and I just have to say, no... If you feel the need to invalidate somebody's label, that says more about you than it does them. Because they're trying to figure out where they feel comfortable in society. You're trying to tell them that what they're doing is wrong when they have when it has no merit on you or your life. Let people live the way they want to live. That's all I'll say. I will go into more depth when that episode comes out. But I have a lot of thoughts on that topic specific. specific. Uh, I know this introduction has been very rambly, The my quality isn't the best. I know I'm working on a budget. I'm literally recording in a freaking closet, which is why you can hear background noise. I apologize. I am not a professional. This is just one very queer man, very queer individual. I keep saying man. I have to stop saying that. It's become, like, second nature. Every time I refer to myself randomly, like, the word man will come out. It's like, no. Stop it. Do not gender yourself. That is the whole point. I am just a queer individual who is sharing their experience with you. The internet people that are listening to this. If you are listening to this. If you are, thank you. I very much appreciate it. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. And I'm extremely nervous, if you couldn't tell. I'm kind of... If you could see me, like, in person right now, I am freaking out. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Yes, I understand that this first episode is going to be rambly. The next ones will be more concise and more put together. There will be scripts and everything. I'm doing this one off the cuff because it's an introduction. I wanted it to be more laid back, more authentic if you will. Um, and yes, there will be a lot of discussions going forward. One thing I will say right off the bat is that I will try my hardest to get people involved in discussions where I do not have first-hand experience. And the only experience that I can give on the subject is through my own research, such as, um... How lesbian women are portrayed in society. I cannot speak on that because I am not a lesbian woman. And more specifically. Uh, and then the other issue that I really, really, really want to hit on. Especially due to everything going on in the world right now. I really want to hit on people of color within the community. And I really want other people's perspective on that. But I, unfortunately I'm not going to be. I'm not going to make any promises that I can't keep because I'm not going to set up unrealistic expectations and then I'm not going to be able to make them happen. So I'm just going to say that I will try my hardest to do it. And if not, I will try my absolute best to do my research and make sure that I know what I'm talking about and not say anything that is incorrect or damaging to any of the subject matter that I talk about. All right, we're going on the last three minutes here. I'm going to go for 30 minutes. Today and then tomorrow onward, there'll be up to 50 minutes to an hour. I don't want to talk for too long because I know podcasts can drag a lot, uh, specifically this one because you know I'm not really talking about it a lot, I'm really just rambling. Um, but one thing that I will, I do want to reiterate, especially since it is the start of Pride, and the one thing I do want to remind you all going forward specifically this month, if you can, is remember, this month in particular is for celebration. It is for community. It is for you to feel like there is a place for you. I know that society likes to put you in a box. I know society likes to tell you that you don't matter, that you don't exist, that you are not valid. Or anything like that. I know that that can be overwhelming and that can be exhausting to deal with every day. I know. I deal with it a lot. I'm here to remind you. This is what Pirate Month is for. It is for you and for everybody else in the community to remind yourselves that we are not alone. We have people out there who care about us. Who share similar experience with us. Who understand what it is to go through hardships every single day just to feel like you have a place where you can exist without being turned into a political item or being told that you, your very existence is too complicated for some people. Especially for trans people and all these other things where people are unfairly judged based on one aspect of your life. And especially to my people of color in the community... I want you to remember that despite everything that's going on in the world today and despite the injustice that's happened this week and last week and all of the things going on, I want you to remember that you are loved, you are valid, you are heard, and we hear you and we stand with you. I want you to remember that this community specifically, we might not be perfect. We may have our we might have our bad apples. We might fight, we might disagree, we might not all come together kumbaya style, but at the end of the day, we understand that this community is a symbol. And this community is a home for a lot of people out there who feel like their actual homes are not safe, that their communities are not safe, that their society doesn't treat them with the same safety as they would cishet people. Because we are different, because we push societal norms, because we do not fit correctly into their idea of what is correct. Do not let people invalidate you. Do not let people push you down and tell you that you are too complex to exist. You have every right to exist. You are valid. You are beautiful. And please remember that during this month, embrace who you are. Don't hide it. Don't run from it. Don't, like if, you, like, if you are questioning yourself, remember this. And this, is, and this is where I'll leave it for now. If you're questioning yourself, or if you already know who, exactly who you are, this message applies to you too. You're safe in this community. Even if some people will yell insult at you, or anything like that, You are safe here. We will protect you. We are a community, and we have to remain that way. We are here for each other, and we are here to stay. And that is the most important part of Pride Month. Please do not forget that. Thank you all so much for listening to this first episode. I really, really, really appreciate it. Tomorrow's episode will be more put together, it will be more in-depth, it will be educational, we will talk about mental health, we will talk about gender and sex. Oh yeah, we're starting off big. We're starting off with a biggie. Gender versus Sex will be the episode tomorrow. I hope you guys will tune in and listen to the tidbits and also my opinions on the matter. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Pride Month. I hope you guys have a wonderful time of celebration and togetherness and just all-around love. Just spread as much love as you possibly can this month. Especially in these trying times with how the world is. Spread as much love as possible. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you gay babies tomorrow.